and welcome back to Not Another Sneaker Podcast. My name is Jake Willard. I'm the engagement editor for the Daily Emerald, and I'm joined in studio with Mr. Julian Osius. Jew, what you rocking on feet today, dude? I am wearing some Air Force One Wheats, uh, the mid version, so they're not the lows. They're, they got like the strap around it. I love this shoe. It's like my favorite uh, winter shoe, even though it's suede, so I can't really wear it in Eugene too much because it's always raining. But uh, yeah, I love this shoe. Uh, what are you wearing today? I'm wearing a pair of uh, Air Max Ones in the anniversary red colorway um, with the 326 on the tongue. That OG. Uh, that OG. Um, big shout out to Tinker for designing that shoe, but even bigger shout out to uh, one Miss Leah Hanseth, my girlfriend. She bought me these shoes. Just a big shout out to all the sneakerhead girlfriends out there, because honestly, like you guys put up with, or you girls, I should say, put up with a lot of our uh, shenanigans and obsessions with sneakers. So, I mean, you guys are the real MVPs. We're going to go ahead and jump right into the podcast. We've got a lot a lot of cool things to talk about today. Obviously, last week we touched on the All-Star Pack. I think there was only one shoe that had been unveiled, but the All-Star Pack has officially been unveiled by Nike leading up to the All-Star game in February. And we talked about this a little bit before the podcast, like February just is always, always a really good month for sneakers. I mean, there's always so much heat that drops. It's right? usually my favorite month of the year besides like December when like mm-hmm. all the Christmas stuff will come out. But yeah, February with like the All-Star game and then they try and like ride the hype off of that and go like the week before and after were good releases. Like this weekend, we're getting the bait at Ultra Boost and next weekend or two weekends from now. Yeah, two weekends from now, we're getting like, all the all-star stuff. So I think it's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, what are you looking forward to? Oh, definitely. I mean, I was looking at this pack. I mean, I think the one thing that really stood out to me right from the get-go is that on the Jordan side, at least, I mean, there's the two UNC colorways of the Jordan. There's a Jordan 1. It's a woman's exclusive, but it's a patent leather Jordan 1 with the Chicago baby blue colorway. Um, then there's the, the Jordan 9 with the patent uh, leather on that as well. So, I mean, those those stand out because, I mean, obviously it's cool because the, the All-Star Games in, in Carolina is in Charlotte. So uh, it's just good branding on Jordan Brand's part. They know that's Jordan went to college at UNC. And so it's kind of cool to piggyback on that message. I thought that was a cool, cool little thing. But, I mean, what really stood out to you, Ju? I agree with those, uh, those women's Jordan 1s. Those are awesome to me. If I had the money right now, I would try and get a pair of those <laughs> in my size. What is that like a nine and a half in women? Something like that. Something like that. And uh, yeah, those are really really cool. I like those a lot. I also like the other Jordan one in the pack. It's mm-hmm. the uh, the turbo green with like the current Charlotte Hornets colors, where it's like that teal and purple with the laces. I think that's really really cool. Again, I really like that they're trying to go after a theme with the non mm-hmm. like the off court shoes. And then with the on-court shoes, there's not really much to like notice theme wise. But I really really like the the Kyrie fives. And that, that's just probably my favorite Kyrie model in general, the newest one. And he's like, this is like a collab with Rocket, which I don't even know what Rocket does. Is is that like a mortgage company or something? I don't know. <laughs> right? I think it is. I don't think it's that that Rocket. It's not that Rocket. I don't think so. Rocket. I think it's I know this is the one that sponsors the Houston or Houston Rockets. I know that. Is it? Yeah. Rocket no, Mortgage? Ro- no, like this Rocket, R-O-K-I-T. They oh. sponsor the Houston Rockets and have that little logo on their patch. Mm-hmm. I know that. Maybe then. I don't, I don't even know. I don't know what they do, but I've heard of them because of that. So okay. I get, that NBA branding, I guess, works now. <laughs> Good for them. Yeah. So th- those are really cool. Everything else, like in the Nike basketball pack, like the KDs. Nah. I mean, you know, even though Amp Pearl is like a cool, like history line. Eh. Yeah. And like, give us a little bit of information about the, in that Pearl, just a little bit. I mean, for yeah. me, it's like, I've heard a little bit about it from you mostly, but like that's, there's a history behind that Amp Pearl line from KD. The Amp Pearl KD, uh, he had an aunt named Pearl and she had cancer of some sort. I want to say breast cancer, but I do not know exactly. And, 
he's been putting out this shoe in dedication to her since the KD3, which is, like, the shoe that really started, like, to propel, like, the line itself. And ever since then, every year, like clockwork, around, like, February to March-ish, he puts out an, uh, an Ant Pearl shoe. And it's usually based around pink because that was her favorite color. And then sometimes Nike will put in some cool, like, little things. Like, sometimes there was pearls on the back of the KD4. And that it was the all-pink shoe, and the back had, like, white pearls on it. It was really, really cool. The next year was an all-white shoe, and it had, like, this engraved pearls in the side. And that was awesome, even on, like, a lesser model. And they've just done such a better job in the past of, like, actually caring about, like, the message that they want to send with this Amp Pearl shoe. And I feel like with, like, the 9, the 10, and the 11, which are shoes that I just haven't even cared for, or mm-hmm. most, like, sneakerheads haven't, the uh the Amp Pearl's kind of just been a letdown. And instead of like something we look forward to out of the KD line, it's just another release. Yeah. Or kind of like, okay, that's cool. Yeah. I mean the meaning behind it is always always relevant, I think, and that's that's just a cool thing that they do consistently. I mean, it's like the Black History Month pack like we talked about last week. I mean, that's just something that Nike brand is willing to continually put out and really honor, at least try to. So that's cool. But I mean, there's a lot of other really, really cool shoes coming out of this pack. I mean, you got, obviously, there's the Nike Adapt BB. We talked about it, the auto lacing basketball shoe. There's the uh, reverse Laney Jordan 5 in the pack. Um, that's really cool. There's the Infrared 6. We talked about that um, in a previous podcast. And then I just want to hit on real quick. I mean, there's the Nike Uptempo. Um, that's Scotty Pippen's shoe. They're throwing that concept on the top of an uh, Air Max 720. Um, that's Nike's newest Air Max shoe, and it's 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 a weird look. It says Air Max on it. It's just all black. The Uptempo is already a hard shoe. I feel like to wear. I mean, it's very bold, like big air, very gaudy. Yeah, very air lettering on big air lettering lettering on the sides, and um, <laughs> it's just interesting. And I've heard a lot of people like are mad at Nike for like experimenting with the shoe. It was like that. It only worked because it said air on the side, throwing the weird other letters in there, like throws it off. So and people are kind of mad about that. I mean, it'll, I think the only time it really worked was with the Supreme up tempos that they did those a couple years ago. But this is this is just kind of kind of a little whack. But I think also worth noting is the um, the why not O2 Russell Westbrook's uh, shoe. Uh, it's the all star version. It's, it's fire. And you, you said it yourself. I mean, it's just it really pops a really cool silhouette and it's got some elephant print on it. So that's immediate. Yes, for me because of that but i mean that's just a, it's a cool shoe right yeah that's a it's exactly the type of shoe i would expect from russell westbrook not last year or whenever the the 0.1 came out it kind of felt subdued it felt like nike wasn't actually or jordan wasn't letting him actually like get his hand on the design of it and uh he they were showing it to him and he was just like okay sure <laughs> but like with the the point two this one feels like it is his shoe mm-hmm. it really feels like something that i expect to see him just wearing in general off the court on the court and then like with this colorway i mean it has a colors i I don't even understand like this neon this bright neon green and like this weird blue and a a lot of of random stuff on there and it it works i don't Mm -hmm. even know why it works but like if i saw somebody wearing these i would just think they're cool it's kind of like it's like it's a what the before they even came out with more colorways of a shoe to be honest like yeah they I, took the what the concept from like other shoes like the kobe's and, and the katie's and everything yeah and like the what the which is like a style of shoe that nike's done over the years where they take like every colorway of like that's come out of the same shoe beforehand and they just throw it on the one and it sounds like a terrible idea it's like when you're a kid and you like go into mcdonald's you put all the sodas in like the one cup <laughs> 
and you're like, oh, mom, this is awesome. And it's probably terrible, but you know, you like it because you're a kid. The what does are like that, except they're actually kind of cool. Well, <laughs> some of them are, not all of them. <laughs> yeah, and the the earlier ones were definitely cooler, and they felt more inspired. Mm-hmm. Um, as they've gotten older, it's kind of, you know, it's gotten watered down, and they stopped releasing them, mm-hmm. probably for that reason. I mean, they weren't selling as well, and but I mean, yeah, they they came out in SBs, which are like one of my favorite Oof. shoes ever, yes. and then also the Kobe Sevens, which. Mm-hmm. I almost had a pair, but I didn't quite understand that what the quote unquote was going to be like a thing because <laughs> that was the second one. Yeah. And I like could have gone to the store and got them and didn't regretted it because mm-hmm. they sold for like six, seven hundred at the time. And now they're going for like thirteen hundred, especially if they're dead stock. Dang. But yeah, what those are awesome. These are, like you said, very reminiscent of that. I kind of forgot about that. <laughs> yeah trend as a whole and I kind of I hope that comes back in like a few years I think it might I mean there's been some cool colorways to come out in some certain shoes but it's just cool it's like a fun concept and like this throwing lots of different patterns and materials on a shoe it's like sometimes it works sometimes it doesn't I think on this the the why not o2 it works so I mean that's gonna be cool all right we're gonna move along to the next topic and for this is really a nerdy one for me um (laughs) as as a runner and for me, when I think of shoes, I'm more of the historian side of it. And this is going to kind of play into what we're going to talk about later. But I really like the history behind certain sneakers, certain silhouettes and certain colorways. And if there's a meaning behind the shoe historically, like that's that's a big win for me. But Nike is giving a little nod to its heyday, the origins of Nike and Phil Knight with uh, Blue Ribbon Sports. They're opening up the original Nike store. So kind of the preface this, like... Back when Nike was really, really young company, um, they had Jeff Johnson moved down to L.A., to Los Angeles, and he opened up a retail store for Blue Ribbon Sports, which at the time were selling Onitsuka Tigers, which is now the modern day Asics. So they were selling those shoes. And so they opened up this little joint in L.A. for runners to really come and buy the shoes, talk shop and hang out. And so Nike tracked down the original like location of that store. I mean, I'm sure they knew it the whole time, but they found like the lease to it. They bought it out or maybe they already had it on ice. Who knows? But they reopened the uh, it was a couple weeks ago. They reopened the original Blue Ribbon Sports shop down in L.A. at the original location. Jeff Johnson was there. And I believe John Jefferson, who's a he's a Nike photographer. He, he lives in L.A. He's spearheading the project. Um, so it's just kind of a really cool little tidbit Nike giving back to their history and opening up this shop. Um, I mean, Ju, what do you what do you think about this? Like Nike giving that little homage back to the origin days. Do you think it's a it's a cool move on their part? I think it's it's just it kind of falls into what Nike does with like everything that they've been doing and just sneakers and fashion and everything they do. Uh, they kind of lead the pack in innovation, and then we'll come back to that years later. And it's always cool to like, you know, revisit how they set a standard on something. And when you set, like, such an important, like, president with, like, something cool, like, where you go and you talk about sneakers. I mean, that's before, you know, sneakerhead culture was a thing. That was, people were getting the shoes because they wanted to run. Mm-hmm. And then they were like, oh, wait, this is a kind of cool shoe. I want to talk about it a little bit. Mm-hmm. Or just running in general. Yeah, it's it's just Nike being Nike, I think. Yeah. They, they love their retros. They love uh, reinventing their old stuff and, yeah, it's just typical Nike. Uh, it's cool. They They always know how to really keep not just like bring somebody into their brand but keep them and make it seem like you're important in some kind of way to nike as like weird as that sounds because it's such like a multi-million billion dollar company yeah 
uh, they they do make you feel like you're part of something. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I think Nike's great about that. I love it. And I think it comes at a very important time for sneaker culture just because, like, I think we're seeing with so many online releases and like in-store raffles, it's like you're kind of the one who taught me about this. I feel like back in the day, you had to really like know the person like running the sneaker store. Like you're going to your local Foot Locker. Like you, you got to know the guy working at Foot Locker if you want to really get the best chance to get some of these releases. Like you were talking shop with him, getting to know him like as a friend, like as, a, as someone who can really help you out. Like there was a stock in like being friendly and talking sneakers with someone and like you would hang out at a store for hours just talking about shoes, looking at what's on the wall. And I feel like in the in the days of online releases and these raffles, like you lose that. Like stores are really losing that. So the fact that Nike is willing to like go back to those days when it's like encouraging people to come talk about shoes, talk about what's what they're wearing, like test things out. Like it's just kind of cool to see that that they're giving that nod. Um, and I feel like it's at a very important time. And for like I said, like for me, like as a runner and someone who's really into the running shoes side of it, like, that's just really cool for me, like, all the old waffle shoes from Nike and stuff. And, like, I have a pair of Onitsuka Tigers just because of the, the history behind it. It's just cool to me, like, to see that they're really going back to their roots and going back to the store. So that's cool. And if I'm ever in LA, I'm 100% going to go visit the store if I can. Yeah, and I think this is a good opportunity for people to, you know, connect. And I don't want to say, like, that they're going there specifically to meet people that have, like, hookups and mm-hmm. plugs you know right because everybody there is going to have their own plug yeah or have their own like connection somewhere and that's just going to be a natural thing that occurs when like they're mm-hmm. talking about it but i think it's especially because this is kind of obscure like mm-hmm. i feel like you kind of have to like know this is happening to know that this is yeah, like a place definitely. Uh, so for the people that know and the people that are going to go i definitely think that it's an opportunity to not just meet somebody at like a sneaker convention which happens, you know, once or twice a year, depending on where you live. I mean, if you live in L.A., you might get four sneaker conventions mm-hmm. a year. If you live in Eugene, you got one, and it's in Portland, and it's on a weird day that you yeah. can't go to because you got work. You Unfortunately. Know? Yeah. And and so, like, especially for us, mm-hmm. th- there's not many opportunities at all to talk about sneakers. That's why we have this show, and that's why we love... Very come, true. That's why we love coming on here and talking about it. Any opportunity you get to talk about something you love, yeah. whatever it is, I think is a good place to have yeah and like just as we're only in episode three of this podcast and it's already been so fun to really talk about it with each other and we really want to like open the door for everyone else to talk about it with us as well and i kind of touched this on this last episode but we did end up making a instagram for our podcast it's at not another sneaker on instagram so give us a follow shoot us some comments just talk some shop with us like let us know what you think and we can talk about some releases and what you want to hear on the podcast, like anything. Like we just yeah, want to talk with you guys. Message, send anything. I mean, we're down to yeah. to communicate, and I think that's a a pretty cool thing about us. We're just like we're just students. We're just some yeah. kids, and uh, we're down to talk. Yeah, we just want to talk. I mean, that's something that we don't see enough, and we we definitely want to do more of that. So follow us there. But yeah, it's just kind of cool to see the talking aspect of, of the sneaker, and then the Blue Ribbon Sports Store just I think ties in really well with that. So that was something that really like applies to me as a runner and like me being the historian but i think this is something that's more along your line we're gonna jump into the, the snake skin jordan 11 lows the the light bone uh g you said you're you're a big 11 low guy and you really like the shoe so i mean tell us tell us your thoughts that's like a new thing for me too i when jordan was like in this big putting out uh jordan retros and then the low version and so instead of just a normal base that came out originally they would put out this low version and it's usually a little bit cheaper and it's low profile, and then they'll put out either the same or different colorways. And 
for the Jordan 11 lows, they've always added like the snakeskin to it for whatever reason, but they've always put snakeskin instead of the patent leather around it. And I've always thought that was cool. I mean, I I had a pair of the white ones with the pink snakeskin. I had them for a day. I sold them for a lot more than I should have. Uh, shout out to whoever bought those. And then there's other ones that I wish I had, which are like the black and green ones. And I wish I got those when we came out here to Oregon. Cause right. I was like, Oh, if I had like a really <laughs> cool green shoe and you know, and, but I didn't really like Lowe's at the time. And I've kind of grown to like them now because you can actually like wear them every day as opposed to the mm-hmm. mids. I feel like the mids, you kind of got to wear jeans, Yeah, you know? And so not having to do that is nice. And, just this snakeskin one in particular, it's just like a white, it's like a neutral colors, white, black, gray. And I, I just think it's awesome. It's just Concord reminiscent, but not a Concord. And I think yeah. that's pretty dope. No, yeah. I mean, I definitely agree. I think the lows you can like wear with more things. You can wear them with shorts. Um, you can wear them with jogger pants. I mean, sweatpants, like you definitely have a little more freedom with it. And I mean, the snakeskin's a little, is a little much for my taste, but I do think it's cool. It looks, it looks good. They did a good job on this colorway. And I just think, I actually like, like I like the Concord low a lot. Like I really do, and I think that's that'd be a shoe I'd actually consider wearing. the The eleven high in general is just I think it's a little too big for my foot. Uh, I'm a skinny dude. I'm a little runner, so that's hard for me to rock those. But it's just cool to see that they're they're continually doing cool things with lows. And I I kind of think some people don't really like that they do too much with the lows, but I think it's cool. Like I think they do it in moderation, and I think that's the way to do it. You don't want to get too excessive with it, too carried away. So, I mean, good job for Jordan Brand on that, and I think these are gonna do well just because. All the other snakeskin ones have, have done really well in the process. So. Yeah, and one thing I want to say about like just Jordans in general, it's kind of off like offshoot, but I think it's kind of important. Like you were saying, do you think like the the a normal Jordan Elevens are like a little too big and they kind of like awkward on you? I think with shoes, just in general, it's all about how you kind of feel in the shoe. Mm-hmm. So like, if you think a shoe looks stupid on you and you put it on you're like oh it looks so stupid on me you're gonna look dumb because like you're just feeling awkward that you're wearing this shoe but like if you like jordans no matter like who you are or what you look like or like body size or anything like if you like them and you want them just like go get it and rock it and it's gonna be dope because like it's a cool shoe Mm -hmm. and it's something that you like and i think that's like a really important thing like wearing the shoes that you like is just really important at least to me i don't know i I have a bunch of shoes that nobody could care less about but i love them you you love them and like i think that's a good point it's like i feel like as sneaker culture and sneaker heads like try to they're starting to grow they're popping up more like people like most people are getting into the to it for the wrong reasons like they're getting into just to like resell shoes or they just want the clout like i feel like clout's a big word that gets thrown around sneakers a lot i mean they just go for the off-white so they just go for what's gonna resell and is hype i mean at the end of the day it's like if you like it, just wear it. Yeah, it's more fun. Like, I think for, for both of us, like, we're the kind of guys where it's like, if we see something that we like and we have the means to buy it at the time, like, we're going to try to get it and we're going to wear it and we're going to love it. And, like, I think that's that's a more fun way to do it, I would say, in my opinion. And, it, and it's cool, like, buying a shoe that, no, like, nobody even knows about. Like, I have a pair of Roche Runs that can't, like, from years back that I got for my birthday. And I bought them for myself because my my parents wouldn't buy them because they didn't like the shoe at, at the time. And it's just a blue and white shoe with polka dots on it. And, I, like, I would never think I'm buying a shoe with polka dots on it. Like, that just sounds like the dumbest thing in the world to me. But, like, I saw them and I thought they were cool. They were, like, 100 bucks. So I'm like, mm, why not? And now it's, like, just one of my favorite shoes ever because it's, like, super comfortable. And it's, like, just strange. Just, I've never seen anybody else wear a shoe ever. 
and I've had them for six years. Yeah, and you wear them a lot, and, and you rock them with some of your outfits, so, I mean, that's really cool to see. And, like, it's the same with me with the Onitsuka Tiger. It's, like, that's just a shoe that I love because of the history behind it, and, like, it, it was important to the start of Nike. I'm sure people at Nike aren't very happy <laughs> about those. They want to forget that past just because of how Onitsuka wronged them, and I'm sure we'll do a whole podcast in the future about the history of Nike and stuff because I, I know a lot about that. I've done a lot of research. Um, But, I mean, yeah, that shoe, it's, like, I, I love that shoe. I wear it more than I think I thought I would when I bought it. So, I mean, it's just shoes like that. Like, it's just fun. It makes it fun. Like, if you have those shoes like that, those pieces like that. Yeah, um, absolutely. It's a big move. <laughs> it's funny that we're talking about this shoe because you kind of mentioned that it, it, it's been thrown around for some time now, and they finally officially announced it, officially, unofficially. Like, so going off of the hype of the Nike Adapt basketball shoe, this auto-lacing shoe, Puma has officially unveiled their auto lacing sneaker uh similar to the nike one it's it's got a you can use the app to to like tighten your shoes and it's not set to release until 2020 so it's like it's it's a year out so just definitely trying to grab off the hype of nike right now but it's 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 an interesting shoe it's all black not a good silhouette really but i mean what do you what do you think of these julian it's like this is just a wild <laughs> ride we've been on with this Puma shoe because we've heard about this particular shoe for like three years or like two years or mm-hmm. something, something stupid like that. We saw a commercial with Usain Bolt and, you know, it's Usain Bolt and he's like the only cool Puma athlete at the time. <laughs> and it's just him like hitting the button and his shoe ties and we're like, whoa, they're way ahead of Nike. Whoa, Puma, Puma's going with the technology. And then we just never heard of it again. Yeah. And now like we're finally gonna get it a year from now maybe maybe. (laughs) who even knows who cares i mean we're gonna have a nike basketball one that doesn't like ties itself yeah we'll we'll probably have other self-tying shoes by then too because nike's just so uh, up and like ahead of everybody else yes it's kind of dumb um Mm -hmm. i think puma is trending in the right direction though without this just like they finally got their basketball program back and they have some like really good young stars and boogie in there as well and i think they're making the right moves just like Maybe just scrap this. I don't know. Or like maybe maybe make a new silhouette, keep the technology. I mean, you definitely don't want to be behind in technology. Mm-hmm. I mean, look when Adidas was ahead of everybody with Boost. <laughs> I mean, they were so far ahead for like yeah. three years. It took three years for Nike to make React, which still it's, isn't as good. It's, it's very different. Like, I think the React film, I mean, for me as a runner, I got a pair of the original color wave. Like, the, when they first released, I was on the hype right away, and I was like, yeah, like this is very comfy, but it's more structured than Boost, and I think that's a good thing if you're using it as a running shoe. Um, and as a lifestyle shoe, it's still it's still pretty comfy, but it's still still not quite as cushy and cloud foamy as as the Ultra Boost, and like that's fine. But I mean, Nike definitely like like they're ahead of Adidas on some things. Adidas was ahead on Nike in some things. I mean, Puma's trying to be in that mix, I guess. I mean, good for them. Adidas was also ahead of Nike on the the 4D printed shoes so i mean that i guess that's kind of cool those i've never tried i don't i've heard haven't heard they're particularly comfy or not but i mean they're expensive they so, are expensive they resell they're, they're, for a lot like, they're like 800 dollars. they were like 350 re- retail yeah so which is we, crazy we weren't getting those anytime soon <laughs> no one was unless we get sponsored stock eggs yeah someone someone come and please someone, sponsor us somebody <laughs> we, we could really use it i mean <laughs> we're broke college kids we've touched on it uh but yeah i mean it's just fun to see like the technology battle that's that's consistent in shoes and actually i just as we were talking about this, you mentioned uh, Boogie Cousins being sponsored by by Puma, and I think we got to talk about the. Uh, I mean, at least touch on it, like the the sneaker uh, rip, like Boogie with a hoodie or whatever. A Boogie, the oh, buy, a Boogie, yeah, he bought well, the shoes, bought the shoes from this guy, and he got called out for not paying him. I mean, what, what was it like? 
some crazy numbers yeah, so being thrown it was, out. It was like a wild story that we'll just go through really quick. Uh, this kid, I got a kid. I think he's like nineteen, and uh, he's been selling sneakers to people, and he somehow got like associated with like a bunch of like rappers and stuff, and like big people. And so like a boogie with the hoodie, like the rapper, mm-hmm. uh, his buddy reached out and wanted shoes, and so he got him and a boogie and a boogie's mom a bunch of shoes, and it was like ten grand worth of shoes. And he did the deal, and he was like, "Oh, I don't have cash on me. Let's go to the studio, and we'll um, I'll give you the money there." And he gets to the studio, and he's like, kind of dodging them, and and it's just a nineteen year old kid giving ten grand worth of shoes, like, and that's like with profit and everything back. Yeah. But like, they're like rare and like exclusive stuff, so it's not like you could just go buy it right now on Nike. You know, mm-hmm. it's been months at this point, and he's contacted like the rapper himself and like this guy and like a whole bunch of like threats involved and everything like that, and he like still doesn't have his money, even though he's been promised this like ten grand for yeah. just months at a time, and that's just crazy. I mean, it's it's weird to think that people just are so um they almost think of this as like a drug deal or something like that where it's oh like i'm trying to scheme you or stuff like that just like if you want something and you like tell this kid you're gonna buy something just give him the money you got plenty of money you're a rapper making like 40k off just a feature like just give the man his money yeah so i mean it's just crazy to see i mean it's funny that you talked about that drug deal because i mean we've both gone to parking lots and places and met up with people to sell to sell shoes like, yeah that's seriously. that's a real deal you got to bring a friend for that because you cannot do that alone i remember i drove to tampa like the bad part of north tampa with like south tampa is beautiful north tampa is mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh i drove to the, the bad part of north tampa on armenia which is a street and i was at this really like just weird like 7-eleven with my homie conrado and i made sure to bring him because i'm like dude i can't just go to tampa and- <laughs> And so I'm sitting at this gas station and waiting to see the kid. And I just see this like 16 year old kid. I mean, I was like 18 at the time, mm-hmm. but like the 16 year old kid walk out of like this grove of, of trees <laughs> and he just has like shoes in his hand, no box, no nothing. Oh and God. I'm just like, I'm going to die. <laughs> I'm going to die. And he just walks up to the car. He's like, Hey man, you're Julian. I'm like, yeah. Oh, man. And I just gave him the money, gave him the shoes. And I was like, that's it. Okay. And I left and I got, I got out of there. Let me tell you that. I would, it was like nighttime too. I did not want to be there yeah. any longer than I needed to. I mean, this is the funny, like there's so many, like you can ask a lot of sneakerheads, like some other funny, like resale or sale encounters, like in parking lots and stuff. Like I remember another shout out to, to my girlfriend. Um, I remember we were probably like maybe like a month or two into our relationship. So it was, very very young thing freshman year still freshman year still um and we because it's been it's been almost three years now um but we went i was like hey you want to come with me to buy a pair of jordans and she's like oh sure and i had my car so i remember we drove out to the super sketchy neighborhood in in eugene and i was meeting at the dude's house <laughs> and i was like i was buying a pair i want to say it was the um oh it was the set jordan sevens the oh, what colorway? I'm blanking on the colorway. The Bordeaux. It was Bordeaux sevens, and they were my size, and I was getting them for eighty bucks, which is a good deal. And like, I do walk up to this dude's house, and Leah's waiting in the car, and and literally, like, she's scared for me. I'm scared. I'm going into this dude's house. I knock on the door. Dogs barking like crazy. They all run out. Walk in the house, reeks of weed, and like, I'm inside, and I'm like trying the shoe on and everything. And I was just like, oh, she hates me. And I walk out, and she's like, oh my god, you finally made it out alive. Like. Thank God. And that's neat. I remember, I remember like you getting that shoe and like we got the shoe and that thing smelled it, so it, bad. It yeah. smelled like 
they had been smoking out of that sneaker. Honestly, it was like terrible. not in a house with the shoes. Like they were just the shoe was like a bong or something. It smelled <laughs> terrible. And I know why they sold it to me for eighty dollars. So hey, it was a good shoe. And I resold them. I think for like I think I made like a solid thirty bucks on them. So I mean, not not bad at the end of the day. Um, but that's just a funny story. But yeah, I mean, reselling is it's a it's a fun game. So I ask someone their sneaker sneaker reselling story, and you're, you're gonna find some good stuff for sure. Especially like their first. Or- like one or two encounters yeah. or if they've ever had anything go awry. I mean, I know somebody who like had a gun pulled on them, but it was like a fake gun. Like it was just <laughs> a whole big ruse. And like this kid that I know, he like called the bluff. Wow. And I don't, I, I, don't, <laughs> I, I don't know if I would do that. Uh, maybe, maybe not. I don't know. But like he called the bluff on it. Damn. And like, he wound up like calling the cops and like, it, it was just like a whole weird. That's crazy issue. Yeah. That, and then, like, I've had weird experiences where it's, like, I went to meet somebody, like, an hour away from me, and they they live, like, two hours, so we met, okay. like, halfway. Right. And then we get there, and he's, he tried to, like, pretend, like, I we talked about the price wrong. <laughs> and I was, like, no, no. Like, I'm not selling you 200 because, like, I bought them for 200 mm-hmm. And, like, you, like, you can't buy these right now. We we said three, and it was, like, a whole thing. Jeez. I got my money. But, yeah, thank God. But, you know, like, people do that. They, like, try and scheme you, and it's, it's yeah. kind of crazy hell. It's crazy. I mean, I, I remember, like, oh, going back to, it was, what shoe was it? It was the, um, oh, it was the Supreme. I think I had a pair of Supreme Blazers, the pink, the pink colorway. And I was doing some weird, like, trade cash deal, like, so trade plus cash or something like that. Um, and I had to meet with this dude at the Nike parking lot, like the Nike running store in Eugene. I met him at the parking lot there. Leah was also with me for that one. So I brought my girlfriend to two sneaker deals. It's so. nice to have somebody. It is nice. You I always mean, should have somebody too. Always should. Um, so again, shout out to her cause that's, she's the best for that. And I remember the dude was, he was super, he was, he thought my shoes, he was very questioning of the authenticity of my shoes. I'm just like. This is just a, it's a, it's a Supreme blazer. Like, yes, it's pretty hype, but like, I don't think they made fakes of these. Like I've never seen a fake of these. And he was like adamant. He's like, dude, like, like this has got to be fake. Like, what's this? Like, I don't get, and I'm just like, like I bought these off of someone else. So I couldn't really like prove that they were legit, but I mean, I knew they were legit. Like, so it's just like, it's funny the people that you encounter, like it could be a sketchy, like there could be fakes involved and it's always hard or something like that because you never know. Like, if you do get a fake, you got to call the guy out. And then, like, he's got the money, you got the shoes. So it's, like, there's just so many ways that it could go wrong. And it's just crazy to see, like, some like how that works out. It's honestly. a good thing that it goes right more than it goes wrong. Yeah. And it, it doesn't go wrong too often. At least, like, we don't hear about it. Yeah. Thankfully. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's been some tragic stuff where people get shot and people get, like, mugged and all that. But, like... That's why if you're going to meet somebody, don't meet at their place. Mm-hmm. Like, go to like a common place. So like I've met at McDonald's more times than I can count. Yeah. Uh, I met at a police station once, which I did not like. But like <laughs> it felt safe. But I, I still I know, something felt weird about meeting at a police station. I, I don't I don't like, it's like se- I don't like selling things at a police. Yeah, station. It's it like feels weird. it has that connotation. Like you touch on it. Like it's like a drug deal. Like it's yeah. got that connotation to it. So the police are like looking at us like, what the heck? It feels like a very legal drug deal. It's illegal. Like, it's like what selling shoes is. That's yeah, it's, like, it's, uh, it's true. Yeah, and and I mean it can go just as wrong as as one, and it's it's always good that like especially us we haven't experienced anything too too bad, and hopefully we don't. I mean I expect mm. that I'll still be making deals like that in the oh, future. Yeah. I'm sure. And, um, I mean most of my stuff recently has been online. Yeah, which kind of sucks. I mean it takes away from experience. We talked about this last mm-hmm. week a little bit, 
Uh, it kind of takes away from experience, but you know, uh, if you can get a shoe for cheap online, like Honestly. I, I mean, we use this at Mercari. Yeah. Um, shout out to Mercari. Sponsor us, please. Mercari, hit us up. I think both of us have probably bought too many pairs of shoes off of Mercari. I've, I've at least bought ten pairs. of it's shoes It's a dangerous off of. app, so I mean, I think we've definitely paid our dues. Mercari, please come sponsor. Yeah, us. absolutely. It's just a great app. It's kind of like what eBay used to be before eBay got like overridden mm-hmm. by like Chinese like AliExpress bots. <laughs> um. And you just sell whatever you want on there, clothes, jackets, shoes, video games, like anything. I happen to look at shoes because people who, like, sell their shoes on Mercari either really overestimate the amount that their shoe is worth. Like, they'll try and sell you a pair of roast runs for 100 bucks, even though they're two years used. That <laughs> yeah. just doesn't make sense. Or they'll have a really cool pair of LeBron 7s mm-hmm. that are, like, in great condition, and they just don't want, and they're selling them to you for 30 bucks. That's a and guess. I mean... Like, of course I'm going to buy that LeBron. I mean, I can't, you can't find that thing anywhere now. Mm-hmm. It's a dope colorway. It's good condition, 30 bucks. Yeah. And so I bought just like a handful of shoes. And then I've sold some back and mm-hmm. made money, lost money, whatever yeah. it might be. But yeah, Mercari is like an awesome app. I mean, I, th- I feel like for us as college students, like especially, like that's, for, you don't have a lot of money. You want to you wanna find kicks. Like that's, that's the place to go. And you definitely can find some really, really good deals. I remember I bought, a dead stock pair of the Vapor Max, like the original colorway of the Vapor Max, like after it had released and sold out everywhere, like everyone had touted that she was like, oh, that's, this is going to be comfier or rival Ultra Boost. Very obscene. That's a very absurd uh, statement to make at the time. Um, and I think... Rip Vapor Max, by the way. Honestly, Rip. they kind of ran it to the ground. It, it had its flash in the pan moment. But um, I remember like... I was like, I want to try this shoe so bad. It's it's never sitting on shelves. I'll never get the chance to try it on. So I finally found a dead stock pair of the original colorway, my size on Bercari for 120. And I was like, yes, all right, I can do 120. Which is like $70 under retail. Yeah, it's really under great. retail. I didn't have to pay the resale prices. And I, I, I got that shoe. And like, I've been wearing it a lot. Like, I was very pleased with that. But I mean, definitely not as comfy as, comfy as Ultra Boost. But I think the funniest shoe I think I've ever bought on Mercari was the, um I bought the the black colorway of the grape five and this pair was was beat like to the like ground beat, beat. like it maybe had like like, like we a, went wrestling in the mud with yeah like it was ripped like there was barely any suede left on this thing like it was done but i mean it's like you could still wear it and it didn't look terrible to the eye from far away so i'm like all right how much is the shoe they're asking like 40 bucks and i think i talked them down to like like 30 and i was like okay like Sure, like why not? I'm just gonna just gonna mess around and, and give it a try. And I bought them, and I think I wore them three times. And I was like, okay, like this has been fun, like a fun <laughs> experiment. And then I think I flipped him back on Mercari, and I think I made like ten bucks on them. So I sold them for four, bought them for thirty, sold them for forty, like or forty forty four or whatever, because they take ten percent. They take some money. Yeah, but I was like, all right, that, that was a fun experiment. So I mean, it happens. Mercari is a fun app if you uh, if you play your cards right. So you definitely gotta look for the stuff. Yeah. Like, don't just buy some because you see it. You yeah. Gotta, like kind of dig. You gotta like what I like to do on there is like search by like lowest to highest. Yeah. But like search like a certain shoe. So I'll like search KD mm-hmm. low to high my size and then like put like for sale because a lot mm-hmm. of the stuff on there is like sold. Yeah. And it, do- it doesn't sucks. like it doesn't like curate the right way. It's kind of weird. Mm-hmm. And so I'll like do that. Okay. Nothing. All right. Kobe. Yeah. <laughs> and then just like search like every like shoe that I'm kind of interested in and like hopefully maybe I'll see something. Yeah. It's a double app. Honestly, so yeah, if you if you're looking to to resell some shoes uh, or get some shoes for for the low, uh, definitely check out Mercari. Um, and this this podcast is not sponsored yet. That is, uh, so 
who knows we'll see what happens but yeah yeah and if you have like any sneakers reselling or obtaining stories yeah again like we said earlier just we got our instagram not yeah. an, uh, not another sneaker and uh hit us up Please. send us some stories it'll be kind of cool if yeah. you want us to we can like sam on here i mean yeah it, i mean we might we can tell some stories like we're looking we're trying to th- think about bringing some guests on as we get bigger so i mean if you if you have some stories you want to tell please let us know i mean we want this to be a community and uh i think this is this is a good start but yeah like everyone's got some fun stories and it's it's always fun to tell them and hear people's crazy stories 100 percent. so and if you also have questions about buying or selling if, if you're trying to get into it like hit us up on instagram also like we can give you some tips on that like we've we've had our fair share of experiences Absolutely. with bold so but yeah i mean i think that pretty much wraps everything up we plugged the instagram a couple times help us get a sponsor please mercari someone unlaced we'll figure it out we'll get there that's going to be the that's going to be the the quest of our podcast at the end of the day so We'll see what happens. But yeah, I mean, that's everything we had to talk about. Hope everyone really enjoyed this episode because we're having a lot of fun doing these. Yeah, these, these are like awesome. Points. If you can't tell, I mean, we're, we're having fun in the podcast booth. So yeah, uh, do you any any last final final words? Uh, if you enjoyed this episode, like it, give us listens. Make sure you just tune in every week. And um, yeah, I hope, you, I hope you enjoy it. I really do. Yeah, share it with your friends. Smash that like button <laughs> on SoundCloud. If you're, if you're listening on SoundCloud, hit us up on Instagram, comment. Oh, what should they comment? Give us a funny, funny word. If they're coming to us from SoundCloud, comment. Just, just comment potato. Comment, <laughs> comment potato. potato on our on our top post on Instagram right now, so we know where you're coming from. If you're coming to us from iTunes, uh, hit us up with the catch up uh, on Instagram. So, yeah, it'll be fun. So we want to make this as engaging as possible. So this is how we're gonna do it. So all right, well that's all we got. My name is Jake Willard. I'm Julian Osius. Catch and you on release day. Yeah, we'll catch you on release day.